A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Greetings, my movie geeks. Welcome back to Reopening the X-Files. The podcast that proves the truth is still out there. I'm Nate, the Ultimate Movie Geek, and I'm joined once again by my lovely co-host, Agent Powell. Aye aye. Aye aye. You alright? Yeah, not too bad. Uh, if you want to get in touch with the show, contact us through Twitter at Reopen the X-Files or Movie Ultimate on Twitter at Movie Ultimate, and we'll give you a shout out. You can send us your fanboy facts too. We're on season three, episode five. Uh, the list, written and directed by Chris Carter, and is not part of the larger series mythology. Now, if you are a, a listener, uh, an avid listener, you'll have noticed that we missed a day. <laughs> uh, last Monday, we didn't release an episode because we weren't home and we didn't have access to the episode. So, uh, we didn't we didn't record one. So Bloody hell, you did a long way around of saying that, didn't you? Yeah, well, I do. That's we missed an episode. We missed an episode. So we're back today with, with episode five, uh, The List. I'll give you a quick plot summary of that episode. You better add, because it was on and I didn't watch it. I know you didn't. I noticed it and I was getting a little bit frustrated with you. Um, Napoleon Nietzsche Manley, played by Badger Jola, uh, is a death row inmate in Florida. Uh, he's brought to the electric tra- chair. And on just before they fry him, he proclaims that he'll come back and kill five people who tormented his prison life. And that's basically what happens. That's what gets Mulder's interest anyway. Mm. So he comes back and starts killing off people in different ways. It's an alright episode. I find it boring. Did you? Mm. It's alright. It's, it's quite dark. Uh, and it's quite a, I'd say it's quite a gory episode as well. Yeah. There's a lot of uh, maggoty bodies. Maggots and yeah. decapitation. And... Yeah. So some of the deaths are gross, including one where there's a head in a tin can. <laughs> and it's like, oh, that's gross. But there's also this subplot of, uh, is it supernatural or is it not supernatural? Yeah, because it's a prison which is violent. Yeah. They've got nothing to lose on death row. Yeah, and you've got um, JT Walsh playing the warden in this very, episode. Very, very thin, like big star. Yeah. Before, you know, obviously, before he's untimely dead. He probably died not long after. What, this? Yeah, he died just after. 1998, he died. Yeah, he died just after. Um, is it Breakdown with Kurt Russell? The Breakdown. Yeah. Oh, Pleasantville, he was in. Oh, right. I knew he died not long after 
Yeah, I did. Film. Yeah, I think it was one of his last those. films. Yeah. Oh yeah. But you pointed out as well what the uh, we watched something recently. Oh yeah. And you said, "Oh wow, that's that's the same actor," and I didn't I didn't realize. Yeah, there's another prisoner called Roke, uh, played by uh, Bakeem Woodbine, who I was like, I I know him, I know his face from somewhere. He's been in loads of things. And we've just finished watching Fargo season three, and he appears in Fargo season two as the uh, the gangster from oh, what city was it? Is it Dallas or something? No, it's not Dallas. Is it? I was going to say Chicago. It's not. Uh, oh God, I can't remember. But anyway, he get he gets <laughs> yeah. an office position in the end. Yeah, he? and it's yeah, it's a, it's a good. Uh, that's a really good season actually of Fargo. We watched the third one. We weren't too keen on it. That's the one with you and McGregor. Yeah, it's not. It, good. it wasn't as good as the second one. We're not reviewing Fargo. We're not reviewing Fargo, but you know what? I would actually review yeah, Fargo because yeah, he's a bad guy making his way up, isn't he? Yeah. That. But then he ends up in a bloody office in a dead end office job. For his sins, don't we all? <laughs> yeah. Yes, we do. <laughs> um, but yeah, this uh, what's interesting about this episode is like, like I say, J.T. Walsh is the warden, and he's a right bastard to the prisoners. And he's worried because he thinks, you know, I am a bastard and I made uh, Nietzsche's life hell. So am I on this list? And a couple of the inmates say that they know who's on the list and they're trying to use it to their advantage. But, you know. Yeah, it's quite, it is. I don't know if that's maybe why I don't like it very much. Because it's in a, in a prison. Yeah, it's quite a depressing one. Yeah, thing. well, it is. And it's quite dark. It's dark. I still and... don't understand how he was able to come back. Because and... he learned about um, reincarnation. reincarnation. But is it reincarnation? It's not really, is it? It's, it's, a, kind, like, it's a form of reincarnation. It's trans... I don't know what the word is. It's like, you're supposed taking your soul and I don't know. Well, it's coming back after death. Yeah, but reincarnation is generally reborn, isn't it? Well, how do you know you haven't been reborn as death? Oh, you're getting off. I've got a date. But that's basically, obviously, spoilers for the very old episode. Um, it turns out that Nietzsche has come back and he is killing it. But you only find that out at the very, very end of the episode. You see glimpses of him, or some of the characters say they see glimpses of him, uh, but you don't really find out until the very end. Mm. And even Mulder and Scully, going through this episode, the following all the clues and everything like that, they don't discover what happens. And they also, Mulder pulls over on the side of the road, and he's pissed off because he doesn't know what's going on and, and what the if someone who's who's just been killed was the actual murderer so yeah there's a, there's another guy it, um oh, what was he not warden um oh what are they called a, a guard isn't a, a prison guard a prison guard yeah no they are wardens yes. i think that's what they're called isn't is it they? i yeah. don't know yeah played by ken forry who's been in stuff like uh dawn of the dead was in the original Dawn of the Dead mm. and the remake of Dawn of the Dead, actually. <laughs> Creature but, of Habit. Yeah. Uh, but he plays um, a guard who shacks up with... His wife. Uh, Nietzsche's it? wife. Yeah. And Nietzsche's wife ended up killing him because she thinks that he's the one who's fulfilling this list. Yeah. And that's the way Mulder and Scully, or Scully definitely believes that's what's happening. 
but it turns out it's not. No. And yeah, yeah. It's, it's an interesting episode. It, it is. I don't know why I don't like There's certain ones I just don't really... I think it could be because they don't solve it. Mm. They no, get a version. The Christ, they don't solve half of them. <laughs> Even though like, in the reviews and they're getting done and that on the reviews, they've got a whatever percentage resolution yeah. rate. I think get lost. <laughs> we haven't obviously seen them X-Files. Well, they're, well, they're the boring ones, aren't yeah. they? Yeah, the boring ones solve them too quick. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's not. It's just not one of my favourites, this. And no. I think the calibre of the actors that are in it, it probably should be a better one than it is. Well... I don't... I, I quite often, and this is coming from somebody who loves the Green Mile and Shawshank Redemption. I was going to say... I don't like, like prison, films. prison films, but I do love, obviously, some prison films. Um, and I don't know, maybe that's why I don't enjoy this one particularly. Mm. Like I say, it's a it's a dark episode. It's mm. I do uh, like the more light hearted ones. Yeah, you do. Like last week's episode. Um but no, it it is it's it's a hard one, but I'll you know, I'm gonna give I'm gonna throw a fanboy fact out now. Uh it was nominated and won several international monitor awards. Well, see I know nothing. And that's what I mean. It, it's but you look at it, and it is a very, very well-produced episode. Yeah. Uh, it looks, uh, I want to say it looks real, but, like, the sets yeah. look, look really real. And they are just sets. It's not like they used a prison no. like in Shawshank. Yeah. Yeah, no, I know what you're saying, yeah. So it's it's been made, and, and the story is interesting, because it does keep you guessing until the very end when you you see what's happening. So mm. from that viewpoint it's it's quite a well-made episode yeah it might not be to your taste but exactly not my cup of tea mm. should we move on to everybody's favorite part of the show go on let, let's do it fanboy facts my friend fanboy fanboy fact they use real maggots in shooting these uh death scenes yeah Maggots are gross. Right, I'll tell you a little story. When I was at university... Could it be the Lost Boys story? Or is it a different one? Lost Boys story? Yeah. No, what's that? Where you couldn't eat rice for ages after you lost the Lost Boys. Oh, I couldn't eat... No, yeah, you're right. And then That's noodles. one of the stories. No. Yeah, you know, you're eating maggots and... Oh, How are your could... maggots, Michael? I had rice tonight as well. <laughs> but yeah, it's gross, isn't it? You look at no. It. Yeah, it is. When I could you... eat it. It won't put me off. Do you remember I'd... when they were doing all that stuff? Years ago, in it, probably in the 90s. We were like, poor. We'd have just picked the maggots out of the rice and carried on eating. <laughs> um, yeah, like, there's, there's maggot racers who will race maggots, and the, the best way to get a maggot to to move fast... Rotting piece of flesh? No. Put it in your mouth five seconds or a minute. Why? Warms it up, and then you spit it out, and it starts growling. Yeah. yeah, and that's what I mean. And I think the, how do you I, even know? I that? remember it because I think they did it on TV, and I think they said they gave it like a reporter <sighs> was doing it right, and he did it in his mouth, and then someone knocked him on purpose, and he swallowed it. Oh no, I'd be worried. About I'll have to find that clip and I'll put it on the Twitter feed. Nice. <laughs> anyway, on, what was the reason why you don't? Oh know? well, when I was at university. Um, my, my housemate was doing sciences. That's college to the American listeners. The university, no, what university is. Yeah, but don't they call it college? 
Yeah, but it's still university, isn't it? Uni. I don't yeah. know. Uh, yeah, so the person I was living with was doing forensic science. So that's like CSI stuff. And she did a... Was that your ex-girlfriend? Yeah, it was my ex-girlfriend. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> she had to do a project for a dissertation, right? Now, I didn't realise that when she had to do a dissertation project, I had to help. And she had a load of larvae flies, right? And she had to grow these flies to test what happens when they are subjected to some chemical. So for a few months, we had flies living in a box in a room in, in the house. You and dodged a bullet. I did dodge you? a bullet, but uh, it was it was weird. It was quite interesting at the same time. Doesn't sound. I like think it was ether we put into it. Nice. And and it's weird because you make it, they they do fall down and they had little red eyes, and the deformed flies ended up having red eyes, and it's because of this that episode that reminded me. Sounds wrong. Sound like bloody Mengler. Yeah, I don't know, but it's it it was a way of using. I don't know. She. I don't know. <laughs> like I say, it's a weird story, but this episode reminded me because at the end you see a fly with red eyes and I just remembered <laughs> flies. Flashback to yeah. your uni days, you weird experts <laughs> doing horrific <laughs> experiments. Not that I like flies particularly, but you know. Uh, but there was a lot of maggots. Jesus Anyway, uh, the prison set cost more than it was supposed to, uh, as, as with most X-Files episodes. Uh, but was later recycled in other episodes like Teso Dos Bichos from 1996 and Talita Kumi from 1996, as well as being used on other TV and movie productions. Uh, Chris Carter received a Director's Guild of America nomination for his work in this episode. So there you go again. <laughs> it's not your taste, but it seems to be yeah. quite a I'm always like though. that, though. I like stuff that isn't popular. Yeah. So maybe don't listen to anything I say. <laughs> and then the things that are like critically acclaimed, not all the time, but sometimes I sit here and I, you know when you think, have what, I just what, watched the yeah. same film? Name name a film. Name, name a film like that that you're like that with. Uh, oh, now you've put me on the spot. Yeah. Quite a lot often it's like the big Oscar winners. Um Oh, oh God, what film do I not like? I'm trying to think too, because I know that there's like films that I've wanted to watch because it it's had a lot of hype, and you well, well name name an old one like Wicker Man. The other saying that that's more yeah, a cult the, classic yeah, anyway, the isn't it? Wicker Man, because I got I get well, a, a cult stick classic, for that when it? we reviewed it. You told me to watch it when we were seeing each other, and I watched it. Yeah, and you did because and you liked I, me. And I was yeah, I did <laughs> like you. Did. <laughs> I'm joking. But I was like, what on earth is this film? And like, for me, Edward mm. Woodward, again, we've gone off the charts here, haven't we? Gone off the rails. Punisher. Edward Woodward. <laughs> no, not Punisher. Punisher. Clown is bloody equaliser. Equaliser. Never mind Denzel. Sit down, Denzel. Edward is the equaliser. Edward. Edward Woodward, if he could, but he can't. <laughs> um, we used to say that in school. We used to find it hysterical. We used to say it. It's quite me. funny. Um, Those bloody oddies. I know he's better in that. But like watching him in the Wicker Man. Oh my God, Jesus Christ! I was like, come on, bit finishing no, thinking. No, 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 a little bit more. I've like wasted two and a half hours of my life here. Oh God! 
Oh, Jesus Christ! Yeah, all right, calm down. The kids are in bed. Yeah, I know. Um, it's a great film. It's not. You can no. check out our review on uh, YouTube at Ultimate it. Movie Geek. I know, but that that's that's the thing because I get a lot of grief for saying stuff like <laughs> that, and it's not, not for from me. me. It's not for me that film. I didn't enjoy it. I don't like things like La La Land. I don't I like seen stuff La La like Land, that. Actually, it's, I find it. I'd rather sit and physically, I really would watch paint dry than watch stuff like that. We have watched. I tell you what else dry. I hated because we were talking well, here about we go. Here we go. She's on training day. Training day. Loads of people love training day. It's boring. It's so boring. Yeah. And I also don't like Denzel as a bad guy neither. You don't like Denzel as a bad guy? No. You like him as a good guy? Yeah, the preacher's wife. Yeah. Isn't he an angel in that? Yeah. I'll tell you what else <laughs> I like that doesn't... This is just going to be what I like now and what I don't like. I like Waterworld with Kevin Costner. Oh, we've got an in defence off for that coming up. I've, I've just got to record... Well, I've got to do everything. Um, <laughs> but I like that where it was absolutely slated. It, it, it's not that it was slated... Because I, think I don't love it, I have to say. Some of the, the acting's hammy. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of good ideas in it. I just, it it's just that it's Kevin Costner. Well, going on the Kevin Costner wheel, oh. I love Robin Up Pins of Thieves. It yeah, reminds but... me of being a really young teenage lass and me and my mates fancying Christian Slater in it and we used to sing the music and all that. You hate it. I do. You, you take your mum's opinion on this, though, I think. Because he's not very good, he keeps lapsing into his American accent. He doesn't even try an English accent. Well, it doesn't matter because it's a film. I know, and that's, I have... that's what you've got to yes, remember. Yes, but what I do love about that film is Alan Rickman oh, he's chewing the scenery so much that he breaks his teeth. I love him. I love that. Well, I did love him. He's brilliant. He could not. Could his hand out with a spoon? A Why, a sp- Why a spoon? <laughs> because it'll hurt more. Yeah, cancelled Christmas. I love that film. But I can't think of any recent ones off the top of my head. What, Kevin Costner films? No, fit like critically. No, I know, it's, it's hard to think yeah. of, of stuff like that. Well, it's quite often I will watch it and I am just a like, well, what, Obviously, what, I'm no expert. Why is everyone jumping in, around yeah, about that? But I do, and I think, do people just go with it or do people see I think there is, there see is some of that. things that but... I don't see? Because I think, do think I miss a lot of stuff in films. Yeah. You point out things, even now when we watch The X-Files, you'll point out little bits because you look at it different angle from me i like to get lost in stuff like that same when i'm reading a book or i'm watching a film everything for me is just face value and the, the slight undertones because yeah. i like to relax and do nothing and just watch the film where you're kind of you look for all the little i don't i don't look for it because well, i do i do them. like getting you see all the little you know the subplots and the hints of things and the symbolisms. Now, I yeah. don't, I do now pick up on some bits, but. Yeah. A good example was I remember pointing out to you that it's a Nicolas Cage film. Um, Family Man. Family Man. Comes out of the shop after. What does he do? Does he stop someone from robbing, robbing him? Yeah. And like, it's like the backwards, uh, it's a wonderful life, isn't it? it? Is, because yeah. he's a nice guy, a nice rich businessman. Who then gets to see his life as it would have been. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I hate this. Yeah. But when he comes out of the, the shop, there's a, a cross on the building. Behind him. Right behind yeah, him. The, the, lights the, are on. The city lights yeah. and the, the towers. And 
yeah, there's like a cross. No, I'd never noticed it. And you said, oh, have you seen a cross in the back? I was like, oh, God, yeah. <laughs> so, I, again, I think I'm just a little bit ignorant to a lot of stuff that goes on, and that's probably the case with well, this. That's what I love about film is just it's everything that is on that square in, in the you know, rectangle in the in the screen, everything that is on that shot, in the shot, has been purposely put there. But that's like a lot of it, like the... Connell trilogy. Yes, everything Everything's that. laid out. He goes through the entire film, doesn't he? Yeah. It, well, he, he, he says, the, the plan for the day is going to be, uh, we'll have a bite of the king's head, a Bloody Mary first thing in the morning, and everything is just laid out. It's, yeah. it's the whole story. It tells also the story, with, doesn't he? With the... Um, is it in Hot Fuzz as well? I can't remember. I can't remember. But he does it in... He does it in World World's End, End as well. Yeah. Right. I think he does do it in Hot Fuzz, but I just can't remember. Yeah. Anyway, we've gone completely know, off. This is more sorry, of a... We're not talking this about is, the This is now. almost like a mad movie podcast. We might have to do that later. Actually, no. get talking about films. Come you, on. Nice one. Um, <laughs> uh, Mitch Pileggi, who, does, who plays A.D. Skinner but doesn't appear in the episode, appeared in a film called Shocker from 1989 as the character Horace Pinker, a character who, like Nietzsche... Manly, in this episode, was promi- promised his return from the electric chair to kill. Um, the executioner, Perry Simon, was named after an NBC executive producer that Chris Carter knew. This was one of the few episodes in which uh, Mulder and Scully do not solve the case. There's loads of episodes where they don't solve the case. I don't think... I think, they do, I think the point episode. of them is... They do solve the cases. Sometimes. Yeah. Well, yeah. They wouldn't have been kept open, would they? It would have been easy to shut the X-Files if they weren't doing the work. Due to a number of issues, the show's design crew were not able to create a full-body replica of the first murder victim, so the actor had to lay on the autopsy table while maggots were poured over his body. Gross! Hoping to give the episode somewhat of a different look, the producers applied a green tint to the film in post-production, which I think you can tell. Mm. Um, and, and, and the final one was about the Monitor Awards. And that's the end of Fanboy Facts, everybody. There you go. And you know what? That's the end of the show. It is. We've waffled uh, on long enough, mostly waffle. not about the X-Files. <laughs> it wasn't, was it? I think there was a lot of X-Files in there, but there was a lot of film talk too. I'm I'm ready. Let's do another podcast. Anyway, thanks for listening. Please share and leave a review on Apple Podcasts, please. Please. Please, please. Please, please. Uh, Or wherever you get your podcasts from. Just, you know, five stars, that'll do. And I'm asking for five stars. You're shameless. I am shameless. (laughs) Follow me on Twitter at Movie Ultimate and Reopen the X-Files. And you can also subscribe to me at YouTube at Ultimate Movie Geek. I'm one... Subscriber off 150. I know that's not much. That's not many people, but 150 is actually a lot of people. So, what more subscriber, please? (laughs) Or 150 more. It's up to you. Uh, And remember, look to the skies because the truth is out there. I made this. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. 
But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.